You are listening to episode 24 of the InspireWire podcast. Welcome to the InspireWire, a podcast where ideas are exchanged, worlds are traveled, and life is experienced. This is the InspireWire with your host, Tom Murphy. Alright guys, welcome to the latest episode um, today's guest is Nicole Noonan, a good friend of mine, and also co-founder and owner of Beige and Blue Design Studio. Uh, she does interior designing with uh, my girlfriend Morgan McIntosh, and uh, we had a good conversation. Uh, we She shares some tips, advice about the uh, interior design industry, um, just general, um, advice about, you know, uh, the business side of things, um, starting your own networking, um, education, you know, graduate school and a lot of other things. So I think you guys will enjoy it. So let's go to the interview. I'm here with Nicole Noonan, the third member of the 18... Kenilworth crew with uh, Morgan, my girlfriend, and Matt Keys, uh, and I'm happy to have you on. Thanks for we finally got an interview with you. So, well, thanks for saving the best for last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, um, so just for a background for you guys, uh, for the listeners, I've known Nicole for a long time now, ever since um, UMass when you and Morgan were living at. Uh, you know, roommates in sophomore year. So um, I was happy to interview Nicole and kind of talk about a lot of different things, but specifically their um, interior design business, um, Beige and Blue Design Studio, that you are a, you know, you're co-running it with uh, Morgan and it's doing well uh, from what I hear. So that's great. Yeah, for sure. It's been fun. Yeah, it seems like you guys, like, it's a lot of work because, you know, you're scheduling, um, you have a, you have another job um, doing staging, and Morgan has another job doing styling, so trying to focus and, and, you know, get logistics down, I'm sure that's difficult. Yeah, definitely. It definitely takes a lot of working together, working out our schedules and things like that. Um, there's a lot to it, but we love doing it. So it makes it worth it in the end. Yeah. It seems like when you're planning your business days together, um, you have a little bit more incentive cause you guys really enjoy that time where you're, where you're working on your own business, your baby, you know? Yeah, for sure. I'm definitely lucky to have Morgan cause I find myself when I'm working alone on those days, I'm like, Oh God, I got to do this. I got to do this. It's hard to get myself going. But when we're together, we definitely always come in with like a to-do list and prepared to get done what we need to get done. Because since we do have other jobs and I'm in school, we don't get that time that often. So when we do have it, we really have to get down to business and get the things done that we need to get done. But it definitely is a lot more fun doing things together too, since um, interior design is just a big um, love of ours and everything. So, Yeah, I was going to ask you about, um, you know, 
the fact that you guys are so passionate about interior design. It seems like um, a field in which there's, you know, a, you guys are pretty young to be in this field, and um, it seems like a lot of um, the uh, the fact that you guys are so successful so far has been like a lot of you guys is because you have so much passion. Um, can you describe like how it all you know came together in, in a sense? Like, was this something that you knew for a while that you liked it, or like because for a lot of people a career just comes out of nowhere? Um, and but it seems like you guys may have had it in the works for longer than most because I still don't know what I want to do. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, we definitely have been putting our mind to it for a few years before we got out of college and everything. But before that, I really hadn't thought about ever doing interior design for a very long time um, since I was young. Like when I was little, my dad's a contractor. So I've always grown up with him building and me being around houses and things like that. And my family kind of always put an emphasis on having a good living environment and what that means. And I was always on job sites with him um, and my, when I was little, my dad and I actually built myself this like life-size playhouse with like old Marvin windows and um, all of like the things he had left over from other jobs. So I really got to like go in there and build it with him. And it was obviously a, a little girl's dream to have this dollhouse, life-size dollhouse I could play with all the time. Um, so now that I'm in this field, I look back on those things. And like when I was little I would like beg my dad to redo my room like one year I asked him if I could put sand all over my floor and cover it with plexiglass and then like paint half of my walls with sand and then the top half like blue like the sky just so but then like he was like no he can't do that and I was like come on dad come on yeah yeah exactly so I would always have these ridiculously themed rooms that I would make him help me to make happen but at that time, it was just like something fun to do when I was young. And then as we got older in high school and things like that, I started thinking about what I wanted to do. And I knew that I wanted to make an impact on people. But at that time, I didn't really know like what that meant or how I was going to get there. So I went to college to study pre-med because I thought that if I could become a doctor or like a physician's assistant, I would really be able to impact people on the day to day and like save lives. So I went to UConn my freshman year, studied um, all of bio and chem and everything I needed for pre-med. And after the first year, I just absolutely hated those classes. And I was like, God, what am I going to do now? Because in my mind, like, that's what you have to do. You have to know what you're going to do, go to college, study something, and then leave with that career path, even if it might be not something you absolutely love. But I decided that I needed to make a change. So I transferred to UMass and somehow got shoved into Morgan's room as her roommate, <laughs> thanks to our friend Kate. And we, she was studying something else too. And we kind of would talk in our room and there's a lot of like flea markets and things like that in the Amherst area. So we would love to like go to those things. And then we kind of by living together and everything like that figured out that where that we both had this passion for interior design but we were like used to thinking we needed to get like this job in science or this job in business and we kept on like talking about it more and more and finally 
figured out that like if we really love it and we can put our minds to it, then like the money and the job will follow. So we started our blog um, just to kind of see if we were compatible in that way that where we could like actually start a business together. And like the more we did that, the more fun we had. And then we started obviously thinking about new ideas that could come from that. So then it seems like it seems like pretty crazy to like when you're in college trying to envision how like a business is going to work. And like I remember when you guys were doing the blogs and things like that, it was like it was hard to imagine how it's going to come into fruition and how it's all going to play out. But it's it's definitely been interesting to see how you guys, you know, push through, change things um, and, you know, make it work, you know. Yeah, for sure. And there's so many aspects to it when you do own your own business that like there's days where Morgan and I are like, I don't even know if we like design, but we know that we like the field of it. And we know that like now there's so many different aspects in the industry that we could utilize and different routes we could go down. So it's nice to be able to be in control of that. Like I know a lot of of people think that we're crazy for starting our business right after school and not having worked like a full-time job in like a big corporate place and everything like that to get the experience under our belt but like as everyone always says like you learn so much more by doing and seeing and experiencing so I think because we had to do it fast we actually ended up learning more in turn so I think that's been really beneficial for us and even if we always say, like, I mean, uh, we don't. We hope nothing will happen with our business, but if it does, I would have never traded in this experience of learning to working at a big firm where I was kind of, like, lost in the mix of things and not getting that hands-on experience and learning how to deal with people and things like that. Yeah, it seems like uh, just from what you guys have said, you know, a lot of people, your clients will be, like, so shocked that you guys will – they they see you guys and they notice that you're young but when you actually say like yeah we're just a, a few years out of college we're like you know 23 24 they they're so surprised because it's just um it's not typical in the field not to mention having you know a two person business and it seems like you guys have taken it pretty well and and gone in stride and and everybody seems to be really thrilled with uh with what you're doing so it's it's cool to see how that how that worked was there any point in time where you guys were like unsure about how it's gonna work or you kind of just I mean because what you kind of did was initially make the business almost like on the side and then let it grow so it wasn't like you guys were really risking too much like yeah you were putting yourself out there which is hard enough as it is but you guys also had a little bit of, um, you know, a you know safety net as far as another source of income. Yeah, for sure. So, like, I went directly from undergrad right into grad school because that's just the way I operate. Like, I, I need to – I like being in the school environment, and I like to learn, like, the logistical things ahead of time before – I throw myself out there and Morgan's kind of the opposite of Mia in that way. So she kind of just like jumped right into the photo styling thing where I needed to go to school. And I kind of think that because school was such a big time commitment, we kind of knew that for the next few years, like we would be able to have that 
extra job or extra schooling on the side and still like slowly grow our business. So in a way it did give us a chance to kind of sit back and do what we could, but don't not grow too fast where like we got out of control and kind of like lost things. It seemed like a good way to phase in the, the business and, and bring it up to speed. But, um, I definitely think, um, I'd like to know a little bit more about, you know, kind of what you did in grad school. You still are in there. Um, when are you planning? What is your degree and when are you planning on graduating? Yep. So um, my degree, well, I'm at Endicott College in Beverly and my degree when I graduate will be in interior architecture, which to be honest, when I went into the program, I wasn't completely sure what that would entail. So I've been learning kind of as going as I've been going because I knew I needed to go in and learn certain things like there's a lot of computer programs necessary um, for making floor plans and renderings, which are like realistic looking images of a space before it's built. Um, so I kind of went in knowing I was going to learn about design, but not sure how much. And I think that even though I've learned a tremendous amount about the field in interior design, I've learned a lot more about myself and like about the way to approach a creative project because it's more, I think about how you think about things. So I've learned to think a lot more critically about things and how to kind of be more innovative and um, come up with some new ideas. But I mean, with any schooling, like I've had classes on building systems and construction documents, but everyone's always like, oh, you must go into school and like learn about colors and fabrics and like picking out pillows. (laughs) And I've never once got to do that. I actually learn a lot more about like psychology and how a space makes people feel and how it affects different things. Like we even get into things like social awareness and how the space that people are coming in, like if it's a community center, how that's designed will in turn really affect how people are communicating in that space. So that's something that I was happy to learn because I didn't expect that. And it kind of gave like a unique um, twist on the whole design thing. So there's a lot of logistical things, but my degree definitely focuses a lot on commercial design just because there's more that goes into it. But yeah. it's a good balance between Morgan and I's more residential-based business. Yeah, no, that's that's interesting because, you know, when you're – when p- people have to realize it's also the when, – when it's a degree in interior architecture, you have to, like – the base is the architecture part. So you're really getting into the, you know, I, I guess brass tacks of what actually, um, the, the space is going to look like. And, um, and that's really important, especially if you're doing any kind of remodeling or, or something like that. So, and I'm sure you guys do a fair amount of that. So I'm sure that's really helped. Um, even in the early stages of your business. Yeah. So, I guess uh, another question that uh, I've been interested to know is, you know, did any part of um, I know for Morgan she really likes to call the call her own shots and 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 she likes um, being in control. Um, do you think that that's kind of played into you wanting to start your own business as well? Do you see yourself as somebody who 
likes to be a boss or not necessarily like having a lot of employees, but just having um, your own um, autonomy and the ability to do uh, things that, you know, that you want to. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's funny because Morgan and I are similar in that way. And I think that's why we both do want to make our business more successful and to grow and everything. But like, I've always found myself seeking out these leadership, um, like places. Um, like for example, I played field hockey in high school and through college and things. And I always was like itching to move up further in that. And I became captain of those teams just because I liked being in a leadership position and in control of things. And I, when I was in undergrad, I was like the president of my like residential area or wherever. And I kind of just found myself liking to be seated in those leadership positions where I could kind of control things and be the, not even just control things, but kind of be like the facilitator of like change and new exciting things that could happen as opposed to being someone who was kind of just like on the back burner doing the tasks I needed to do. And that was all. So I think that even if I didn't know it at the time, all of those different leadership experiences kind of helped me to realize that I wanted to be in control of what I was doing. And I didn't, the main thing for me was like, I just didn't want to be lost at like the bottom of the totem pole trying to work my way up. I just like see more in myself than that. And I kind of like found that that for me, that was like the most important thing. And then it was like, how am I going to make this work with something I love doing and something that can make me enough money to sustain my lifestyle, whatever that might turn out to be. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that's cool. Um, I definitely think that that's a good attitude to have, you know, being able to uh, strive for, for those positions, um, is always good. But, um, so another thing that you've kind of mentioned to me is a little bit about how, you know, being not only in Boston, but in the air, um, in the area you are, um, you're able to, and also with the graduate program you're in, you're surrounded by a lot of people in the field. You're able to kind of get to know the industry more and you're able to make connections and, and do things like that. Um, maybe you could tell us a little bit about what that's been like and, and how it's kind of helped um, not only the business, but just in general, um, the ability to be surrounded by a lot of people who are, are, are like-minded. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, well, a lot of people who know me know that I like to talk a lot and I'm a very outgoing person, but it's funny because when it comes to things like getting thrown into new situations, like networking events or things or interviews, like those are all things that make me nervous. So it's been interesting because I had to like, again, go to yet another school where I didn't know anyone and learn a new subject that I knew nothing about. So, but um, I was able to kind of meet a bunch of people through school and force myself to go to these different events, especially I've realized that Boston offers so many things. And I feel like a lot of people in our generation are kind of having more of that entrepreneurial spirit. So I've found myself attending a lot more of these events where these like-minded creative people um, kind of are going to meet others and through that have 
come a lot of different experiences for myself, like not only just with the business, but meeting people um, and finding out about new things. Like one of my friends just quit his job the other day because he wants to start doing like consultation marketing for more creative um, businesses and things like that. And it's like you never would expect these connections to happen. But when once you do have your business and you're meeting all these different creative people, you start to realize like how many overlaps there are in different fields and how meeting these people really can in turn help you to connect and grow not only like in your business, but in your personal life as well. I mean, I think that like one of the biggest things I learned in college was like how it's really not that I didn't know this in high school, but it's really crazy how when you throw yourself into college, you meet so many different people and you kind of find out who and what the types of people and things are that you like to be doing. And I feel like after college, that just kept on spiraling for me. And I kind of found myself pushing myself in these situations where I would meet people who were interested in the things I did. And I think that, again, going back to the business, that has kind of helped me to surround myself by people. I don't know if Morgan talked about this in her interview, but we always laugh and talk about how like having your own business can be lonely because you're working from home or whatever every day while all your friends are going out with other people after work and things like that. So we've kind of tried to push ourselves to meet those other people who are in the same boat as we are and form those relationships that we can then use and um, expand on for the future. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, definitely, you know, a tough area to navigate because you are a social person, you like to have those interactions, but you also need to spend time on your business and things like that. So um, that's that's really cool. Um, so you, you are a social person, you like to interact and all those things, but the difficult part is, you know, you're not surrounded by those people, so you have to go to those awkward situations where you're, yeah. you're like meeting random new people. But, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, that's... That's, you know, that's difficult. I mean, it's tough for me as well. I'm usually, um, you know, once, I guess once you know me, I'm similar with you is, is like, once you know me, I'm pretty, you know, outgoing or um, talkative, but um, usually, initially, I'm not. So it's like, it's finding the you know, once I'm once I'm around you for a few hours, then then I'll start talking <laughs> or something like that. But yeah, exactly. Um, no, but I think I think that is something that I definitely would like to do as well. Just being around um, more young people uh, without being you know drunk would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, there's so many like activities that happen in Boston that you don't know about too, like that if you start looking in the right places you can find like people are hosting like paint nights and hikes and all these things that you wouldn't really think about but they are out there if you search for them <laughs> yeah that's the thing like you you're already um planning like so much of your day you know you got your eight hours you're working you got you know all these other types of obligations you got you know social life on the weekends and then you also have to find time to um you know make those new connections and and be socially active and then you also ha need some time to sleep and rest so it's like it's a yeah, lot yeah that's hard to come by these <laughs> days <laughs> yeah i know it's like it's hard because you want you want to do all these things 
and you also want to you know relax sometimes um i know i i like to enjoy some time where you know you're not always constantly stimulated by things but Mm -hmm. you know it's hard to avoid that now but i mean uh talking to new people and having conversations is something that i'm i always enjoy and it's and it's not a negative form of uh stimulation and it it's it's always cool to meet new people so i i think that's something that um all people can really um enjoy so yeah uh, for that, sure that's pretty cool but um i guess um uh another question maybe is t- speaking of like social interaction and things like that you kind of got um uh, to experience other cultures when you were abroad, uh, where was that over the summer or during a semester? You were in Spain, correct? Yeah. So, well, a long time ago, I've traveled a, a lot at this point. <laughs> um, in college, I studied abroad in Spain for a month because I was then between my 25 changes of majors, minoring in Spanish. So I thought I need to go to Spain to finish learning about that. So I went. And then after I graduated, Morgan and I backpacked and went all the way from Italy to France to London to to England to Ireland. So we saw a lot then. And then this summer, I just went back with my family and we went to Ireland, which was really cool because I got to meet some of my family that I had never met before. And um, he was telling us the whole life story of my great grandmother who came over from Ireland. So we got to see her little tiny hut where her and her 12 brothers and sisters grew up in and her walk to school and things like that. So that was really cool. And then after that, um, my mom and I went to Copenhagen, which is the design capital of the world. So obviously I enjoyed that part of the trip. And then I went to Norway um, in Bergen, which is like a fishing town, and we traveled along all of the fjords. So that was like really beautiful and amazing to see. Um, you see pictures of things like that and everything, and it looks cool. And people are like, oh, I don't need to go there. I can see it on the Internet. No biggie. But once you actually go and experience those things, it's so much different. And it's Really, I mean, one of my favorite things about Europe, honestly, is just going over there and not really being able to use my phone and everything like that and kind of just taking in the different cultures. And you can get to a very different culture so easily in only a few hours. So I just try to I keep finding myself trying to keep on planning trips to get back there because there's I've seen a lot of countries, but over there, but there's still so many more and it's so easy and so different everywhere so it's fun yeah that that's really cool i mean when you go to different places like that it it seems like oh there's so many different um things going on around uh, in the world um you know and you guys um like you mentioned that you've made a lot of major changes you know you've switched what you're what you've been studying and things like that and um, you guys have really found, um, you know, a nice, a nice like little niche with your business and things like that. Do you foresee anything like, like future plans or changes or, or things that you guys want to um, improve or 
or or just like you guys left a plan so uh what are the plans <laughs> so uh. well <laughs> if i'm being honest i mean we always have a bunch of plans in terms of like right now our office is currently in our basement so just simple things like getting ourselves out of the basement and into a real office and things like that but honestly at this point I'm just really happy like where we are and where we've come. I mean, we've only been in business for two years and we have been able to sustain that business, which is really something that's big for us because a lot of designers don't have that luxury and worry about getting their next job and stuff. But for me right now, while I, I finish up my last classes and things like that for the next year, like there's always things we're working towards, but I'm just trying to kind of like enjoy it and come up with ideas and I mean, being in this field, you always have to be inspired, which can be exhausting sometimes. So Morgan and I kind of have had, especially in the last few weeks, a chance to kind of sit back and think about things um, and kind of rejuvenate ourselves in terms of feeling inspired and things like that. So I think now we're kind of working towards those bigger goals, like getting ourselves some of those jobs in the commercial field, like restaurants and things like that, and getting ourselves an office that isn't in our basement. And I mean, one of our dreams has always been to get published. So we promised ourselves that when we get first published in our in an actual legitimate publication, then we will travel to Morocco. So we'll see how soon that happens. But these are just some of our goals we come up with in our spare time. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's mainly our biggest goal is just continuing to grow our business and making sure that we never take on anything that isn't fun, really, because that's why we're doing this. Like, yes, we're doing it to make money. Obviously, we have to. But we never want to find ourselves doing something that we don't enjoy. Yeah, I mean, that's some, definitely something that everybody can get behind. Um, <laughs> and it's nice to see someone, you know, um, like that's our my age, you know, um, going out and getting after it. Um, and uh, I guess uh, another question or final question or whatever, um, just um, – for people who, you know, are are in the mode where they they're inspired by what you guys are doing and um, they want to, you know, jump into a field or express themselves and be like creative. Um, what would you say are kind of a few steps to do? Because like what you guys kind of did was you started out slowly and kind of grew the business. Um, and you guys are like looking to make it something that's more full time. Um, is that how you'd recommend to go, or would you say like for this um, person you mentioned, they just quit their job, they're going in, they're going in full force? Um, there's a lot of ways that you can really go about it. What would you recommend for someone? I, I'm not necessarily for the design business or, yeah. or anything like that, but just in general, you know. Um, well, if you're looking to do your own thing, I mean, everyone's so different for me. And I know Morgan's like this, too. We kind of had to have that solidarity of having another job and something that could sustain what we needed to sustain while we were able to build our business. But I think like no matter what field you're going in or thinking about doing your own thing, um, I think it's just really important to ask as many questions as you can to people um, who maybe 
did it before or are in the field that you're looking to go into because just talking to people, I mean, kind of what you're doing with this podcast, like just talking to people and learning about things is really how you learn from their mistakes so you don't have to make them yourself. So I would say that Morgan and I were just very curious before we started. So we asked people like, what are the steps we need to do to get there? So, and just kept on asking and asking and learning. Um, and doing research on different firms. Like, I don't even know how many firms we must have researched in our lifetime to like figure out everything we needed to know. And we've met with different people to see what they did. And I mean, everyone, everything you learn starts to kind of seem routine almost. And you kind of find like the path that most people took and not saying everyone should take that the same path, but you kind of learn what worked and didn't work for people. Um, and then after that, once you feel like you have a good understanding, just kind of jump right into it and get started. And I mean, for me, like I said, I would recommend having something on the side, especially if you're in charge of all your own finances and needing to pay rent and obviously feed yourself and things like that. Um, you have to have some sort of income before you jump right in. But if you were able to save up a little bit of money and things like that, I would say just keep learning in every which way you possibly can and then just get started. Yeah, I mean, that's that's great advice because when uh, you're exploring kind of um, any type of career, it's, it's so useful to get feedback prior to whatever you do because there's so many stories of people, um, especially new businesses, that make big mistakes as far as, you know, what they're investing in or what they choose to do, what path they take um, that can be avoided. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely great advice. And uh, like you said, just once you do that research, um, definitely just jump right in and and do what, what fits for you. Um, so um, if there's anything else you'd like to mention, um, uh, feel free. I mean – you you guys are at Bayesian Blue. You guys are at BayesianBlue.com. Uh, yep. B e i g e and blue.com. Oh no, it's yeah yeah it's B l e u for blue. Yes, like blue cheese. Nice. Everyone, we never can pick an easy name. At first, we had <laughs> Macanoon Designs combining our last names, and no one knew what was going on with that. So we changed it and decided to put a twist with the blue cheese thing, and now we're in the same situation. So. <laughs> You never know. But yes. And find us on Instagram. Follow us. Morgan will be happy. I'm shouting out our Instagram because although I'm not allowed to touch it, she <laughs> doesn't enjoy getting new followers. She, she She's a dictator of the, the social yes. media. Her main job is dictatorship of our Instagram account. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Uh, but uh, And you guys are um, looking to do some type of store on your website. Is that correct? Possibly. Yes, Possibly. it's in the works. We're yeah. thinking about it. Uh, I hope I didn't leak it. Uh. Yeah, I think you did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, uh, thanks a lot, Nicole, for coming on the show. I enjoyed talking to you, and um, we learned a lot about a bunch of different things. So I hope to maybe get you guys maybe a joint beige and blue interview in the future sometime Ooh, maybe <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks tom all right all right everyone that was the interview with nicole noonan 
I thought, you know, we had a good conversation. I learned a lot. Um, you know, I hang out with Nicole and Morgan a lot and, you know, they're constantly talking about their business and things, but, you know, it never, they never really get into, you know, what they're thinking and what their mentality is. It's more of the day-to-day operations. Um, and what they need to do, what their schedule is, the logistics and things like that. So I never get to see like what their mentality is, how they're approaching it as far as like a, a big uh, picture type deal. And um, it was cool to see that uh, from Nicole. And uh, it seems like everything's going well with them. So I really appreciate Nicole for coming on the show. And, and just a few things to highlight um, that I thought were interesting was... The fact that Nicole and and, and Morgan kind of had a game plan going um, all the way back since college, and for a lot of people, they're probably you're probably thinking, you know, well, I don't know what I want to do, and uh, it seems so easy for them when they have it locked down. They have a business partner, they have a goal, they have an interest, and it all falls into place, but. I specifically remember uh, Morgan and Nicole kind of struggling, maybe not knowing exactly what the path was. They just knew they had a lot of interest, and it kind of just formed in that way. There wasn't even an interior design major at UMass, so they kind of created it out of nowhere. Um, And it really just, you know, they had a bunch of interests, but they, you know, they chose this, and they put everything in and kind of went for it and um it turned out that they really ended up enjoying it a lot and so I guess for um a bit of advice would be learning from that is to say yeah maybe you have a lot of interests and you have a lot of possible paths you can go on um so maybe one bit of advice would be to uh choose one that you that you think that you'd really like and and really uh pursue that as you know put in as much effort as you can and dedicate a lot towards that and um if it works great and if it doesn't you can easily just well not always easily but you can transition to the next one and i think that was, that's really Um, a good thing to remember and also the last point that Nicole was making about um, doing really uh, learning from other people's mistakes really getting um, information from other people about the field the job the business um, everything about what you're about to head into especially if you're you know getting into uh, your own business because that's obviously a lot more risky. So just do more research. Uh, I know we're all super busy and it's really difficult to do that, but I feel like um, it goes a long way when you do your homework ahead of time. Um, So definitely um, keep that in mind when you're really trying to navigate maybe a change in career, a change in any aspect of your life. There's never um, enough research that you can be doing, you know. Um, So so, I definitely enjoyed that interview. And uh, that's our show. Um, 
Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and leave a review for us um, or for me. Um, I, I would really appreciate it. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.